You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Well, hello, and welcome to session one out of six of How to Be Spiritual. Several years ago, my wife and I were on a trip and discovered this spot where people were hang gliding and found out that novices could jump in if you wanted. So before we even knew what we were saying, we said yes, and I was strapped into essentially a sleeping bag under a napkin next to this guide, and we were pulled up by what I could best describe as a motorcycle with wings. It all felt suspect but we were pulled into the air and it was jostling and crazy and nauseating. But then at a key moment, they released the cable they were yanking us up with and suddenly we were at one with the clouds. And I felt fragile up there, just suspended under this hang glider. And yet I remember the guide telling me at one point, hey, watch the altimeter. And I watched and it began to spin and spin and spin. And I looked over and suddenly we were so high, all the cars looked like toys. And I said, what happened? And he said, we have arrived at a thermal. He said, that's what makes this spot popular. Air comes off the side of this mountain and propels you upward. And so I watched us ascend to heights I could have never reached by my own power. It was magical. And we did it, not by our effort, but by positioning ourselves to receive the power of the wind. Now, why do I mention that? I mention it here for this reason. I've found in my experience, almost everyone wants to be connected to a power greater than themselves that can lead them to heights we cannot reach on our own. I think that's why there's such a great interest in spirituality. Uh, Reports suggest that all across America, the vast majority of people say they want to be spiritual. We want a spiritual dimension to our lives, some force that can help propel us forward beyond where we can arrive by our own power. And yet right when we get there is where the confusion starts. Because what does it mean to be spiritual? And if you research the word, you don't get a lot of clarity. I remember the Huffington Post put in one article, people often confuse spirituality with religion. What's confusing about that is if you Google the word spiritual, the definition that comes up is relating to religion or religion itself. Psychology Today did an article where they talked about spirituality and they said that's a word that means different things to all different people. Which if you think objectively, if a word means something different to every person, then the word's objectively meaningless. We need to understand what does it truly mean to be rightly related to the spirit. And and I would offer you this definition of what it means to be spiritual. It means to be rightly related to the spirit of God, that I have a relationship with the very spirit of God. And here's the good news. God wants that for you. Second Corinthians 13, 14, Paul prays and he says, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship or the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. God wants you and I to be able to commune with his Holy Spirit. It's the best way to live life. Paul told the Ephesians in Ephesians 5 to walk with wisdom. What does it look like to walk with wisdom? He says, don't be drunk with wine, be filled with the Spirit. The wisest way to live your life is to be in deep communion with the very Spirit of God. So what does that look like? Well, we're going to explore that, but let me start just with the few minutes we have left in this session by just setting up the stage, by telling you a little bit of the story of the Spirit. Because it actually begins back in Genesis. 
You see in Genesis 1, when, when the world is just chaotic water, it says in Genesis chapter 1, the earth was formless and void. There was darkness over the deep, but the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the water. And it's fascinating because you see there that God is at once separate from his creation. He is not the water. He is not the air. And yet he's intimately connected to it. That you see the Spirit is this intimate presence of God near to his creation. And then as he begins to go to work, he takes this chaos and begins to bring order. And then in Genesis chapter 2, when it tells the story of humanity being created, Genesis 2 says, Then the Lord God formed man out of the dust of that ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. The beautiful thing about the Hebrew language is the word spirit and breath and wind, they're all the same word, the word ruach, that your wind, your breath is your wind. If you wanted to know if someone was alive or not back then, you would put your face close to theirs. If you could feel their breath, their wind, you knew the spirit was in them, they were alive. No spirit, no breath, no wind, no life. And so in this beautiful poetry in the Old Testament, you see the spirit of God is the intimate presence of God. He's nearby. And then you see as God forms man out of the very dust of that ground, God breathes into us the breath of life. That that imagery is so powerful. The spirit of God is the intimate, animating presence of God in a human life. That God wants to be as close to you and I as our own breath. And he wants to breathe into us his life. Now, how do we access that? What does that look like? Well, we'll cover that in the next section. But maybe take a moment here and I just challenge you to begin to talk to God honestly about maybe your desire to be spiritual. There's a fragility to it, but there's a power to it. If we're open to learn what it is to be spiritual people. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.